Here we go. We're on the stereo app. This is super fun. It's right before Christmas. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Nothing more Christmas than a pandemic. I mean, I would say that Christmas Jay is slightly less Jewish than Hanukkah. That's what people don't realize. What'd you say? It's less Jewish than Hanukkah? Slightly less Jewish than Hanukkah. I mean, people don't realize how like unimportant Hanukkah is. Yeah, but here's the thing. As people are joining in, welcome to the chat. Um, you know, we, we talked about Hanukkah and Hanukkah's like people in America specifically, but really Hanukkah around the world, that they ignored all the signs and decided to go head to head with like the juggernaut Christmas with Chris. That, that'd be like a team like, oh, I don't know. Think of the worst team in college football trying to go up against Clemson and trying to like play fast and be like, yeah. hey, this is how we're going to beat Clemson. We're just going to. We're going to go right. We're going to run straight up the middle against their defense, or we're going to try and outplay. You're not. You cannot outplay Christmas. Christmas has got a tough defense. They got a good offense. They play, Hanukkah, a stack, they play a stack three defense, Christmas. Not a lot of people know that. Stack three defense. Hanukkah, you're not going to get the upset on Christmas. Eight days in a row to do gifts is just a bad idea. After yeah. day three, you're stuck. Look, if someone gives you three great Christmas gifts under the tree, you're stoked. That's like, they're like all-stars. On Hanukkah, right. you're expected to do it for eight straight nights? Come on, bro. That makes although, no sense. Although I would say that, like, the Lexus holiday to remember uh, is, I would say that that is, they're probably really excited about Hanukkah, because then that would mean you'd have to get someone eight cars. You know what I mean? Anything that's good for business as far as that's concerned. And unless you're married to Jay Leno, that's that's not going to be... Hey, remember when our Aunt Rita did not know how to pronounce Jay Leno's name? And I almost didn't know how to pronounce the word pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> our Aunt Rita said to us, unironically, said, you know who I don't like? That Jay Leno. Yeah. Who who's only read it? Yeah, it looks like Reno, but yeah, it looks like Reno, Nevada, or Janet Reno, but it's Leno. Like who who has not heard his name right and only read it? Aunt Rita, I guess. You know that was in her all, take. We were like, all, you know, I I understand what you're saying. Certainly, as a as a host of the Tonight Show, he hasn't lived up to his abilities really? as a stand up from the early years. But come on, man. Yeah, that that's a that's a subtle flex. Like that's a subtle dig. I'll say this. I mean, it sort of in her defense, she did say to me one time, you know who made a lot of mistakes in that whole Waco fiasco? Who? Janet Reno. Yeah, and she said, You know who I do like? Uh Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, you should Whoa, she, that's not she, a, said that's... That, she said that last year. We're like, come on, Aunt Come Rita. on. No, you're yeah, that, all right. We got we got some people already checking in with us hit us up with your the worst gifts you've ever gotten and we're going to do a list we found a great list on boardpanda.com we're going to go count backwards through the list from 20 down to one according to board panda i don't even know which is the worst 
I don't know if number 20 is their worst or number one is their worst, but I like what they've done. Me we'll too. go through them. They're pretty funny. We'll do, we're doing two hours of this and the first hour we'll go, we'll go uh, 20 to 10. And then the last hour, 10 to one, 20 to Love. 11, then 10 to one. Love. There we go. Let's, let's first do one. All right, let's do number 20 first. Then we'll get to some voicemails. Number 20 from Board Panda of Worst Christmas Gifts Ever. I was dating this girl. She knew I was self-conscious about my teeth. I'm British. Kidding. She said, I He said, I have fluorosis. 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 So I wouldn't. By the way, fluorosis. I love that song, My House. Welcome to my house, baby. Oh, that's Florida. Sorry. Fluorosis is what they make on Passover to symbolize the mortar and the bricks. Fluorosis. Right. So I so I wouldn't smile very much. When I did, I'd really try hard to hide my teeth. Well, this girl's family bought me a toothbrush. It even had my name on it. Is that a bad gift or a good gift? I think that's pretty good. It, de- it depends what kind of a toothbrush. I mean, if it's like a Quip electric toothbrush, then that's a nice gift. If it's a if it's like one of those just simple oral B. They they spent like a grand total of four dollars on them, so I I would be more upset about the price. Uh, I would say that's a bit of a brush off. Uh, let's get to some of these voicemails because they're stacking up, bro. Let's do it, bro. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Skip. Uh, Sarah Dunn, thank Sarah you. Dunn. She did an American accent too. Oh, Sarah. Sarah. She said, oh, "What Sarah. are you?" talking about okay here we go talking about. happy holidays scar brothers jeez sklar brothers <laughs> happy holidays sklar brothers mess that one up no, no you didn't brian hoffman it's almost better when you mess it up a little bit um at least you didn't get us a toothbrush for the holidays thanks bro uh, appreciate it happy holidays to you yes Guys. This isn't exactly a story of a bad present, but it was a bad holiday party. I had a job at a small company where everybody really disliked the boss. Uh, When no one would come to his holiday party, he made it mandatory and paid us to come. At the party, there was a Yankee raffle where a guest would pull a gift out of a bag and they could either keep what they picked or take what somebody else had picked. Mm-hmm. The party was so cheap that the first item picked was a roll of toilet paper. No. And everyone who picked after that chose the TP as a subtle message to the boss. Happy holidays, Rand. Jay, love you guys. Take care. Love you, you Stephen Elton Yates. Jay, that's funny. I thought the Yankees uh, surprised you that you pull Scott Brocious out of a bag and you get to take Folks. him home. What if, the uh, first thing, what if the first thing you got to uh, pull out of the bag was an excuse to leave? Oh, my God. babysitter got sick. I'm sorry. I got to go. And then everyone traded for that. Um, <laughs> the, the fact that, that that toilet paper was the first gift tells you that that's a, a shitty party. Uh, that's just a fact. Facts. Yeah. No, I mean, um, it's, it is that when you pay someone to come to your Christmas party, that's that's really that's that's when you've sunk as low as you can. I was like, I didn't realize you worked for Trump. Hey, next. Or Elon hey guys, what's going on? Um, Adam Fry. I mean, sometimes the less you say, the better it is. I agree, man. I agree. He, dude. Some, he left that. On? He left that very open ended, and I appreciate that. I don't Thanks, know. I Adam feel Fry. like he said. I feel like he said all he needed to say right there. We kind of did. Uh, let's get to another before we get to another voicemail. Let's get to uh, number nineteen on our list according to BoardPanda.com. Worst Christmas yeah. gifts ever. Let's my first it. Christmas with with my wife's family. They have Dirty Santa. 
Her what? dad take her dad takes it serious. Is it Dirty Santa or Florida Santa? Yeah. Her dad takes it seriously and gets adult themed presents, but he is the only one. I just happen to pick his gift bag. It's a oh. dildo, a dildo and a porno with anal in the title. Oh my it got God. stolen from me later, but then I showed them all by stealing it back in the last round. Okay, so this is like one of those Yankee, yeah, Yankee, Yankee, yeah, Yankee, Yankee, Yankee well, exchange. It's a, it's, a, it's a little, it's a Yankee and a spanky, apparently. Right, it's a Yankee and spank. It sits in my nightstand now, seven years later, and I still poke my wife in the butt and ask her if she wants to try her dad's dildo from time to time. Well, that that's is- gonna. That's that is mood. nothing's going to get you in the mood even more. To me, I would say we got to. I would have get it, pulled it out, and said we got to stuff this back up the chimney. Yeah, dirty Santa. Dirty Santa does feel like something that some that your wife's dad would think is funny. Not your wife, Randy, but it'd be the royal you. Um, all right, let's yeah, go to this exactly. next question. Hey, Squad Brothers, worst gift I've ever gotten, and. It was a it, the it was meant well and everything and I appreciate it. But my grandma got us all cologne from this Avon magazine, and it was called Wild Country, and it smelled like the worst musky thing you could imagine. And we, yeah, no one wore it. I mean, I think we might have used it to start a campfire. Later. <laughs> That's wild amazing. Co- you know, our grandma got us Wild Wild Country, which smelled like Maanan Sheila. Yeah. We, we all started wearing purple after that holiday season. We moved up to a small town in Oregon, and we uh, started uh, stockpiling weapons. And we screamed at each other. We had screaming sessions. Um, the Bhagwan Rajneesh. Oh, dude, that is that is so funny because a cologne is so personal. I mean, it's why when people like step into most Uber rides, they're like, "Whoa!" You know what I mean? Like it's 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 personal to you. It's personal to your smell. Like it, it is 100% only something you can choose for yourself. And I would say, oh, no, 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 It's not, I, I'm going to, I'm going to amend that. It, your partner has to like it. Like if your oh, yeah. partner doesn't like the cologne you've chosen, that could be a deal breaker. I'm not kidding. It's your smell. They better damn well like it. I've ch- they better like I've changed it. It, it hair, be I've changed hair products because my wife didn't like the smell. I was like, I got to change hair products, but she doesn't like it. So you got to change mean, just, I would say it's got to please your partner, just like the dildo that your dad put in the Yankee Santa prize bag. Yankee Spanky Santa, next. Worst gift I ever got was a Bowflex from my parents. Um, I <laughs> don't work out. <laughs> I didn't show any interest in working out or, like, flexing my bows. Um, but they got that for me, and it was really fucking expensive. And yeah. I had asked for a down payment on a car, but they got me a bow flex. And uh, it's a great hanger. Well, I was going to say, like, how, quick, how quickly, Jay, did that just become the thing that you put your coats on? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's like if someone gets you a bad sweater or something yeah. that you don't like, or even yeah. the cologne, you can yeah. be like... Oh, I use it all the time. And if you don't see them all the time, then they don't have to know. Right. The Bowflex, you got to find somewhere to put it where, so you got to have a basement. You got to put it in your garage or somewhere because if they come over and it's not there anymore, you've given it away, then they know. 
They, they, they know. And you need a dedicated area. Like a Bowflex becomes like essentially like a workout altar, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a lot of things, a lot of things come to die in front of that. Like your yep. ambition, your health, all those things. Dude, that is a terrible presence from your own folks. What are they trying to tell you? They got to work like out. It. I, I don't like it. Trying, I think what they're trying to say is we're not giving you a down payment for the car. That, that, that's right. what that, that sends a message that like, we're not right. paying for your car. Car, bro. All right, next. Hey guys, uh, a few years ago, my uncle Bob gave me a hot dog roller for Christmas. I brought it to a Super Bowl party and left it there and did not recur- return the calls of the people who were throwing the party when they asked me to pick it up. So you basically Dude, that- ended, your uncle Bob ended a friendship yeah. for you. I mean, but maybe he wanted to get out of that friendship. Maybe he was like, I don't want to go to this Super Bowl party anymore. This is my way out. This is this is my Shawshank redemption. Like literally, I'm I'm dropping I'm dropping dogs through my pant leg, you know, just trying to it, trying to dig a hole out of this relationship. And thank God I don't have to eat someone's seven layer dip anymore. Hot right. Dog. So or listen to them yell at the TV. So so what you thought was that your uncle Bob bought you a hot dog rolling machine, but really he bought you a ghosting machine. Cause that's, that's right. what it helped. That's what it helped you do to these friends, former friends. Jay, do you remember the Dion Sanders hot dog bun express? Unbelievable. I mean, first of all, what was weird about it is like, he was never called the express. He never played for the express. What it should have been was the Dion Sanders primetime hot dog bun machine. That's yeah. what it should have been or hot. Like the Dion Sanders high step in hot dog. Hot bun dog. Machine. Yes. Like why did yeah. he, who, I don't that's know. Like, that was such, that was a missed opportunity. That was a, that was a huge missed opportunity. It's like when somebody, like when you see someone in a commercial today, it was like, this is what it's like. We talked about this on our podcast years ago, but when Evander Holyfield was in that Taco Bell commercial and the person behind the counter like just looked up at Evander Holyfield like he was seven feet tall and looked up and was like, whoa. And then we like did some research and Evander Holyfield is six foot one. Like nobody has ever looked at a six foot one inch person and been that shocked at their height, which led us to believe what, Jay? It led us to believe that the commercial had originally had like Shaquille O'Neal cast as in that role, and then Shaq backed out of it. Which is so when you think about when you think about how many commercials Shaq has done, it almost doesn't make sense. But let's just say Shaq has done so many commercials that, like, while doing a Buick commercial, he's also doing a general commercial. Yeah, same turn. He was in one camera doing the Buick commercial, then he turned to his right, and it was, and they put the animated general in there, but. But so he, so the, she was so blown away by his height that it made us believe that he was just cast at the last minute. And then they chose not to rewrite it. Like, why yeah. wouldn't they rewrite it as to like, whoa, Evander Holyfield. Holyfield. Instead of, what looking, you, instead of yeah. looking up and trying to shoot over his shoulder. Or the person behind the counter was just tiny. I'm talking like three foot two. That just so then, so, he, so then he should have walked in and been like, "Whoa, you're so small!" <laughs> I know that would have been the best. <laughs> so that's, but yes, I do remember. The, and then I remember a joke we did in Back on Tops because I just showed it to my son before yeah. he went to bed the other night. Yeah, the 
Ozzy's, it was our idea for the Ozzy Smith back flipping flapjack flip flopper. <laughs> and David G, was it David G? He was yeah. a funny comedian who did a great uh, Vince Scully impression, but yeah. he was like in a, in a colorful sweater, like as like an infomercial guy. Yeah. And he goes to touch the, the pan, the flip flapper. And it burns his hand and he starts screaming, ah, shit, and like cussing yeah. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And we're like, we had no idea the handles were going to get that hot. Um, that, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's such a great story. Thank I you can't buddy. believe that the hot dog. Also, was- it wasn't a Christmas gift, but for my 10th birthday, my grandma gave me a cucumber and $5. <laughs> here, 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 kid, are you sure your grandmother isn't like number 19's father? Here, go, go. I thought she'd give the cucumber and say, go, and the five dollars and say, go turn this into 15. <laughs> Put her to some good use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't make <laughs> here, go toss a salad with these. What? All right, oh. all right, Grandma. All right, I guess so. That's hilarious. I'm heading up, I'm heading up to Julia. My aunt once gave me a gift set which included an address book and a notepad and a diary yeah for the year 2000 mm-hmm. i was 10 i don't <laughs> know what 10 year old likes to get an address book yeah a notepad <laughs> and a uh, diary and then of course there was the staple which i think every girl got when they were like between the ages of 10 and 15 throughout the 90s and early 2000s and that was a tampon a file of facts every year oh. without fail i would get a file of facts yeah try explaining f- a file of facts to a young person they're like a what now i, I file thank you sarah dunn you done did it again i mean i think a file of facts to me jay is mm-hmm. like the reason smartphones were made i think people you know how like Sometimes people get so mad at something small that they're like, they have to do a wholesale change. You know, they're like, I'm going to, this, this, this thing is bothering me so much. They take like their, or the, I can't get the radio station and they rip the stereo out of their car and just throw it out the window. Like Mm -hmm. that was it. It was like, I can't deal with these filofaxes. I need to put all of my information and make my phone a tiny computer. And that's how we got smartphones. Great. Couldn't agree more. That's hilarious. Sorry, Sarah. I was I was thinking she was going to say she gave me a, like a calendar for the year two thousand, and it was two thousand and three, or something like that. Yeah, that, that would have been great. Oh, like, years. Get, getting rid of the old ones. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the crazy the crazy thing about that is that it was like her grandma said, "You're not spending enough time doing writing that only you will see." That's essentially the message she was sending with that. You need a file of facts. You need an address book. You need a diary. I only want you writing on and a calendar, only writing things that you will see. So I want you writing, but I don't want anyone else to look at it. She's like, I, if I, my one wish for you this year, Sarah Dunn, is that you are in your own head more. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's um, right. Should we should we read eighteen and then we'll get to more of these great? By the way, actually, we're, on this, we're on the stereo yeah. app and we are going to repurpose this and and have this whole uh, episode or this first hour. We're going to break it into two hours and put it in our feed for Scarborough Country, the virus edition. We tried to give you guys content every day during this break. Hope you're enjoying that. But this is going to appear next Wednesday. So to all those who are listening to this on that, we love you. All right, here's one. You ready? Number I'm eighteen. 
Number I 18 want, in our accountant. Oh, go ahead, Ren. Number 18 in our accountant. Ready? I once got a used copy of the Snakes on a Plane soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Upon later investigation, the disc was cracked. The next year, I received a, co- a copy of the movie. I, <laughs> I have, this is the best. I have never expressed an interest in snakes on a plane. <laughs> to me, this is when you're like, there might be a ghost. This is like, there might, because like, a ghost would cr- by accident crack the thing. Well, crack to me, milk. to me, you were never more justified in that moment than saying out loud, "I'm tired of all these motherfucking snakes, snakes on a plane." Gifts being given to me, right on on my on my plane. Essentially, yeah. that is Un- so unbelievable. Funny. That is unbelievable. Next. Y'all really sunk your teeth into this whole uh, toothbrush controversy, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> uh, folks, Tam, Tam, Tam. I was long in the tooth when I was talking about it. Next. Flores, me, you ass been drinking too much. We have been drinking too much, but you know what? That's that is the time to get on stereo and start talking to someone. Thank you for. Uh, Alerting the world to that. Appreciate that. And you yep. know what? That's what the holiday season is for. It's about drinking and pretending you're not with the people you're with. Okay? Happy holidays. Hey, guys. Not a Christmas story, but did you hear about the kid who just drove from Cleveland to Cincinnati last night to yell, go Browns, outside of the Bengals stadium because they beat the Steelers? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's okay. So let's talk about the Browns having uh, – having held a parade for being 0-16. That was only a couple years ago. So you got to understand, Cleveland is a city that uh, they just experienced a championship. We, we used to walk around and say, uh, Cleveland, city of champion. Um, but now you got Baker Mayfield, you got the Browns, there's a real resurgence, the Steelers lost. The Browns won. They're one game out of first place. They could be in play. The Steelers keep sliding. Seriously, unbelievable play by that team. They helped me win my fantasy week with Nick Chubb. Uh, damn, man. I love it. And, and you know what? If that kid wants to drive to Cincinnati and yell at a different team that is really not competing with the Browns instead of driving to Pittsburgh, have at it, bro. Get yeah. some greater size. Get Get some Grater's ice cream and some Montgomery in Boathouse chips while you're down there. Wings, Wings, chips, and hot ketchup. Honestly, I cannot even begin to tell you how good the hot ketchup is. Warm. They warm up the ketchup. It's unbelievable. They warm the ketchup. All right. Next. Hey, happy holidays, Scalera Brothers from uh, Canada up here, Saskatchewan. Uh, Worst Christmas present. Uh, It wasn't me that got it, but my... uh, brother got one of those big giant jars of pickles you get from like costco it was pretty funny he he left ran away crying sad anyways happy holidays (laughs) thanks j-rock that's a great one just that's so good you know you're having a bad christmas when you get groceries as a present yeah hey here's a whole big thing for you hey hey stick your (laughs) and by the way it's canada it's canada 
So you stick your your hand in. You got to stick your whole arm in the whole thing. You get all that pickle juice on you. It comes right out, and you're frozen. That's what Sa- I bet he's up in Saskatoon, sticking an arm in a whole pickle jar, and he gets it all frozen. Dude, I wonder if these guys are friends with uh, our friends, the band that we did uh, that we did the video for. They're from Saskatchewan. They're you're talking great. about you talking about the sheepdogs. I'm talking about dogs. I'm talking about the sheepdogs. But I'm telling you, man, that is such a Canada thing. Just give me give me some Tim Hortons gift certificates and leave the pickles out of it. Hey, what are we getting you in for uh, Christmas this year? Get him a big jar of pickles. Oh, he he'll likes it. He'll, he'll love, love it. it. He'll have he'll have condiments for the whole for the whole uh, spring part of the yeah. NHL season. Yeah, you can have all that all those condiments for those deep deep NHL games. You just hey, who who are uh, if he's Saskatoon? Who are the Leafs playing? Who are the Senators playing? Oh, oh, they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. Get the pickles out. Hey, you know what? You know who should sell condiments is Don Cherry. He should sell racist cherries, maraschino cherries. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next. I don't have a worse Christmas present, Scalar Brothers. Uh, my wife does. So when my wife was a kid, she got a Bible and a broom one year. That was it. Like a kid's broom and a Bible. Hey, <laughs> worst present ever, I guess. A Bible and a broom. A that Bible. is that's, so bad. I mean, that's that's literally when Jesus swept the uh, swept the yeah, Jews and Hanukkah. When you when you only them. saw one dustpan print, that's when Jesus uh, was sweeping for you. That's right. That is the good. That is a broom. I do not understand at all. A Bible. I understand a little bit. I mean, at least that has something to do with Christmas. Maybe, maybe, maybe the parents were saying, uh, "We want to resurrect your love of sweeping and cleaning, or sweep the manger out." Who's sweeping a manger? That baby's getting dirty in that manger, eh? Uh, hey, let's... Hey, I got you know what I got for Hanukkah <laughs> this year. I got a Torah what? and a shop vac <laughs> and a dustbuster. I yeah. got a uh, I got uh, the Jewish Megillah book and a dustbuster. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. I'm reading. Um, Number 17, in BoredPanda.com's Worst Gifts Ever. My cousin had died in a drunk driving accident. Well, that's fun. A few months before, so my mom gave me a breathalyzer keychain. It wouldn't have been so bad, but the car had said, from my cousin. <laughs> oh, man. That's... I see what my mom was trying to do, but still effed up, in my opinion. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And that is, uh, again, again, I get it family grieving but that when you have a few years of distance from it that's gonna help you understand that wow we're one of the worst gifts ever yeah well let me say this and i you know again i'm not someone jay and i didn't celebrate christmas growing up so i'm still trying to get a foothold and understand because we we give our kids gifts on christmas we do the hanukkah but we also do christmas too i'm still trying to understand what hanukkah or excuse me christmas and chris Christmas gift giving is all about. And I think what I've gathered is on Christmas, you want the gifts that you ask for. It starts with you sitting on Santa's lap and saying, I want this and I want this and I want this. It's I want, I want, I want. And then you get it and you're happy. That's what it is. There is no human way this kid asked his mom for a breathalyzer keychain. No, 
do you sit on Santa's like, let's say you're a mall Santa. Okay. You've had a few. It's 9 a.m., 10.30, okay, 10 in the morning. And some kid, what do you want? And some kid's like a keychain breathalyzer. At that point, I think you just have to quit. You yeah, to well, no, the first thing I say is, as Mall Santa kid, are you a cop? You got to right. tell me if, you got to tell me if I ask you, you have to tell me by law are if you're you, a cop. Are you, a, are you a narc? Are you a cop? And then you pick your elf up and you go home. Take your elf and you roll. Um, all right, next. Hey, Randy and Jason. Uh, this is Will Johnson in Fresno. Uh, big fan of yours. I saw you guys at the uh, L.A. show at the Starburns Castle. Anyway, uh, the worst gift I ever got was my grandmother gave my me and my three younger brothers fire helmets that had sirens and lights on top. I was 15. Uh, it was hilarious because I realized she was just basically messing with my mom. Talk to you later. Take care. Oh, my God. I was hoping. Think he was older and that is so great fire helmets i, I think 15. you should have to i think you should have to wear them and put them on every single time you masturbate as a 15 yeah. year old and then there's a let, fire in my pants just to oh. let people just to let people know that is so funny because i feel like once you get really old you don't understand what it like to to a really old person 15 and 8 is the same thing. Now, they were once 15 and they were once 8 years old, but in their brains, they're like, that's the same, right? 15 and 8. Meanwhile, they're yeah, like... Yeah, but, but I think, I think, and I could be wrong, I think as we get older, and maybe because we're comics and we're investigating all this stuff throughout all of our years, I think we're going to... There's a very simple thing you can ask, by the way. As this is like the the through line running through all these bad presents is that no one actually asks what the person wants. Yeah, you can say to your grandkids and be like, "What are you guys into? What do you right. like? What do you right. want?" Right. Uh, let's do no, let's do number sixteen in this list because uh, I want to make sure we get so, it's about so work. Yeah, go ahead. So we're on the stereo app. we and and this is get, this is going to be dropped in our. Uh, Glover Country, the virus edition feed for all those who are listening to it after the fact. But we're two days before Christmas and we're listening to and taking voicemails and ditties and listening to our fans tell us some of their worst gifts ever. They're hilarious. And we're going through a list on what is it? Bad Panda? Uh, BoardPanda.com. BoardPanda.com. It was, it was my favorite. It, it was my favorite list that I'd found online. I had looked around at a bunch of, of the worst holiday gifts ever, and I just loved these. They were very detailed and funny. So we're going from uh, twenty down to one. So we're doing. This we're going to hours. twenty to twenty down to eleven in this first hour, and then yeah. hour two we'll go ten to one. So stay with us for the full uh, two hours. We'd love to have you with us. Uh, all right. In the late seventies, all the cool kids wore Ocean Pacific brand I, clothes. I know. Yeah, OP. We were kind of poor, so my mom and grandma made most of our clothes. My uh-huh. grandma made me pants and hand-stitched the letters O and P on the pockets. Looked nothing like the real thing. I had to wear them. I love that. To me, that's amazing. I would, I would want those. If you, I, if you put those on eBay now, you can sell those for so much money. Homemade OP. Remember, our, our, we didn't have a lot of money either, and everybody got the OP stuff, and we got a little bit for our birthday. But then, like, I think our aunt and uncle bought us Hobie. Remember, that was like a much more specific version, Hobie of and OP. OP. Yeah. yeah. By the way, if I went, if I found OP and a long sleeve OP shirt on eBay right now that was my size, I would, I would gobble that thing up in a second. I love it. So cool. 
Very, very cool. You know, I got, I, I'm going to say that that doesn't belong on this list. They're terrible gifts. Um, all right, let's hear, let's hear from our fans on stereo. Hey, fellas, it's Charlie. Um, Charlie, the, I haven't moment. done uh, Christmas that much because I'm Jewish. But I, um, the first time I came to my girlfriend's house, um, they all open up their stockings, and I think maybe not as much thought was given to my stocking because. I opened it up and I found a lint roller. So uh, that's, I don't know if it's a worse gift. I probably used it, but uh, it's not what you would normally find in a stocking, maybe. I mean, happy holidays, guys. Thank you, Charlie Shulman. The best, man. Great. Does great impressions to that, Charlie Shulman. Check his Robert Durst. Fantastic. Bye, mommy. I'll say this. That is the type of gift you put in a juice stocking, a lint roller. Here, go yeah. work on something. Yeah, like like you there are gifts that you want like there's a fine line between a gift that has a lot of utilitarian value and a gift yeah. that you're going to use a lot. Like a gift you're going to use a lot are like Beats by Dre headphones. A gift yeah. that has a lot of utilitarian value is like a dishwasher rag or like, you know, or like a really good sponge for your sink. Right. Those aren't things you want to get from the holidays. And so, yeah, a lint roller. I don't know, man. Was it one of the lint rollers that like you peel off? So you, you, you peel off each like strip, like sticky strip until you're down to nothing. So you're basically, pe- it's like a metaphor for the relationship. You keep peeling, yeah, peeling away layers until you, until you're, you get it peeled away until you have nothing left. Until there's nothing left. Uh, all right, let's do another voicemail and then we'll read number 15 on this list. Here we go. What's up, guys? This is Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. Uh, worst gift, it's not really for me, but every year my cousins, without fail, for some reason get my son a toy of some kind that is meant for a child much younger than what he yep. is. Yep. And they have kids. It's like, you know what age this toy is for. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, we usually either give it away or sell it at a yard sale the next summer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Happy holidays, guys. Love yeah, ya. Happy Love ya. Holiday, Amanda. Thank Love you. Amanda. Love you, kid. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that, so is that, are those repurposed gifts, Rand? Or, or did they actually go get them? Oh, no. Yeah, maybe they were repurposed. Or maybe they were given to their kids at a certain point, and they're just trying to get through them in their house. And they're like, what's the what's the oldest we can give their kid, like, a Fisher-Price mobile airport? Like, can we, can, can we do that to an 11-year-old? We might. That's what we're doing. Hey, your son's, your son's 13. He likes picture books, doesn't he? Hilarious. Agreed. Let's read, um, let's read 15, Jay. I'll read 15. All right. Here we go. Number 15 on our list of really bad, really bad uh, gifts. It's really, this is fun. And we're counting down to one. Graham's got me a douche and a hospital gown that would make a nice dress if someone sewed it all up for me. That was weird. Really? Yeah. I don't think that's weird. Edit. I'm a girl. Grandma also has severe diabetes. And all right, fine. She's lovely otherwise. And now she just gives money instead of gifts. She also thinks nurses are trying to steal her teeth. So there's that. Okay. So to me, I think in this instance, it's the thought that counts. 
There you go. Yeah, you almost you almost are like glad that she didn't wrap something that already is in the house, you know, like yeah. a cat or uh, an yep. apple or something, you know, her teeth. I mean, maybe she if she sent gave you her own teeth, that hey, in its own way, right. And we're we're in the season right now where giving someone a chance to sew up a hospital gown and turn it into a dress, you're giving someone a project. That's fun. I like it. I love giving my kids projects. I so I so t- tell me this, Rand. I went to my neighbor's house because I know he has a power drill and he likes projects, and he has two young boys. Uh, and I had this huge skateboarding like box thing that I need to put together, and a regular screwdriver wouldn't do it. Yeah, and so I brought it over to his house. I asked him if he had a power drill and if he would be willing to help me do this thing, me knowing full well that I wouldn't be doing one minute of it. Right. He's um, going to do all of it. He's going to do all of it. Right. And so he, I, I thought it would take about a half hour. It turns out it took about an hour with like understanding me to do some, like he had to do some maneuvering and then figuring it out, but he put it together and it's awesome. And we have it now and it's so great. Uh, I bought him a bottle of wine to say thank you, but he insisted that, he enjoyed it and the kids enjoyed it. But did I go overboard to buy him a bottle of wine to say thank you or no? No, you should have bought him a bottle of wine and asked him, say, look, I don't have a corkscrew. Do you have like a screwdriver that you can open this thing up with? A power drill corkscrew. Power drill corkscrew. That would be genius. That's what you got to get for him. Power drill corkscrew, corkscrew gun. All right, yep. corkscrew gun. Here we go. Next. I mean, really, any anything that had neon, neon, Deion Sanders' name on it should have been related to something that inflates stuff, you know, did his inflated ego. That was a lot funnier in my head. No, that was good. Solid. She's she's talking from Texas. The guy has a ginormous ego. Um, I would do, you know, the Deion Sanders Lego my ego waffle maker. Mm -hmm. So it's like an ego maker, but Lego my ego. Or head balloon. Yeah. Next. Hi, guys. It's Jeff. Love uh, hearing you today. Great talk. Welcome to uh, Stereo, the dumb people town of apps. Love you guys. <laughs> oh, uh, Jeff man. Ross. The oh, roast master. So the roast master. He's so funny. I Jeff, Jeff had a... <laughs> Jeff had a... Uh, he has people first of all follow him on this on stereo and listen to any jeff ross conversation because he will always come up with the greatest gems ever he's one of our favorite people he uh he has people send in pictures to his instagram i highly recommend following this too and they're basically sending in and say roast me please and or like text exchange whatever and there was a and and jeff knew this guy he said it was it was a very large man wearing like red suspenders over a white shirt. And I just said underneath it, pork from orc. <laughs> so I don't know if Jeff's caught that one, but that's for you. Some, some of them that we do, some of them we do just for you, Jeff. Yeah. I love that he makes it possible for us to contribute in there. Every time we do like we'd uh, judge the roast battle, it just was our favorite thing. Can we just say this about Jeff? So we did the roast battle on comedy central. All right. And I'm going to say this as a gift that Jeff gave us. So Jeff really wanted us to do the roast battle. And he asked us, he said, I want you guys to battle each other. We're doing a different thing in this third season where 
we're doing them like almost like stunt battles and you guys would be headlining your own episode and be like the main part of the episode or the headlining match to go against each other. And it should hurt just a little bit. And we're like, I don't know, man, that's so outside of what we do and who we are. We, we try and build each other up and build something together larger than the two of us. We're like Voltron. We said, how much are you going to pay us, Jeff? And he's like, $2,500. We're like each. He was like, yeah, we were like, all right. We'll do it. Meanwhile, you're making it sound you're making it sound like Jeff was the one who was paying us. No, no, I know. I know, but he really wanted us to do it. And we took the whole weekend and really thought, I mean, took really took time and debated it and went over whether or not we should do it. And the fact that we got up there and did it, got outside of our comfort zone was so fun. It was so good. So I have to give him all the credit in the world that he saw that when we couldn't see how fun and cool it would be or we were getting in our own way and we just needed to trust him and i just thought that was so i'll, I'll never forget that that he believed in this idea even when we did it and we should have just trusted him from the get-go but we have ultimately came around to it and it's one of people's favorite things that they've ever seen us do and it's part of our stand-up now we, we put it in the stand-up act yeah because it was so many fun jokes all right i'm going to do number four thanks jeff for listening to us on this uh and thanks for your comment i'm going to go to number 14 my sister got a bag of kroger shredded cheese from my aunt one year is it wrong for me to say that's more of a cinco de mayo gift (laughs) no it's not but um a bag of shredded cheese i guess that's better than a bag of uh, you know, slices of a cheese that you don't like. Cause you can't really go wrong with shredded cheese. There's never like a bad bag of shredded cheese. And what I've been doing lately for my kids, I'm buying tiny potatoes, tiny yellow, like Yukon potatoes. I'm microwaving them, you know, for a minute, for five minutes. Then I'm cutting them in half, scooping out the middle, putting shredded cheese in them and making mini potato skins. And sometimes making bacon and dropping them in. And my kids are going crazy for them. So, yeah. Here, here's a phrase that no one's ever said ever. Hey, who put all this shredded cheese on this? Yeah. Like, no one ever says that. Like, people are always like, hey, is there more shredded cheese? So, when you think about it, it is a weird gift, but it's kind of like something that everybody wants. But there is a moment where you say, that's, that's a woman who realized like as she was leaving the house that they were supposed to get gifts and everything's closed um that definitely that or she's like i'm sick and tired of these kids not using the gifts i get them yeah let me give them something that that, that'll perish that 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 could perish i need Um, something with an expiration date like my life all right here we go next one is My dad is a notoriously bad gift giver, and the problem with that is that when anyone is less than enthused with the gift they've gotten from him, he just starts into the, oh, you know, when I was your age, I'd be lucky if I got an orange and a paint-by-numbers kit. Now, I'm 28, so this doesn't make sense anymore, but he's been saying it since I was like five. Wow, dude. Amazing. Playing that card. Oh, my God. When I was young, they didn't have Christmas. I mean, yeah, sorry. Is, I love it. Sorry, it was Christmas. Yeah. Sorry, Christmas was ruined for you. I'm so glad you're passing that on to the next generation. Yeah. If there's one thing people love to hear on Christmas, it's how bad your Christmas was when you were a kid. It's a tradition. Is It's like the Masters. It's like uh, Jim Nance. Tradition is all the time. It's like Jim Nance giving his necktie to who he thought was the best player in the NCAA championship game. 
way to make right. it about way, way to make the championship about you. Should we yep. read thirteen? Can you hear me? Should I read thirteen? I'm gonna read thirteen. You ready? Can you hear me? Yeah, yep. I got you. Read thirteen. Okay, here we go. Every year, my family does the secret Santa on Christmas. When I was about ten, my aunt had to buy me a gift. So Christmas morning, I opened my gift. And I find a Christmas sweater along with a pair of my aunt's shirt. I said shirt, but poop-stained underwear. Apparently, she was doing laundry and wrapping gifts at the same time, and the two got mixed up. Well, this is the this is when you realize a there is no Santa Claus, and b um, that your aunt is human. I mean, I guess I guess I would say. To quote Elvis Costello, accidents will happen. <laughs> yeah. I, to quote him again, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Uh, to okay, quote him I'll, again, <laughs> watch, watch your step. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! That that but, that's up there. We're getting down. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. We are on the stereo app. We are taking voice memos from you guys hearing about your worst gifts ever for the holidays as we roll into Christmas. Uh, we're going to go down to number 11 in this first hour of this top 20 that we found on boardpanda.com. Top 20 worst gifts ever received. And I looked at a bunch online and this one definitely was the filled with the funniest, as you can tell. Uh, we'll riff off of those, talk to you guys, and hopefully bring you some holiday cheer. Uh, these will go up. Uh, in our feed of our podcast. If you're not following our podcast, please do that. It is uh, Scalabro Country, the virus edition. Uh, and you can grab that where you get podcasts. All right, Rand, I'm going to play the next voice memo. Hey, guys, no uh, bad gifts to drop in, but my cat did just jump up on my lap, so I figured I'd drop in some ASMR for the show. Hope you all are having a good week. That is his cat okay. purring. Okay, so I have my dog, my new dog, Ponyo, in the little dog in my lap. And every time the cat purred, Ponyo, like, looked over at the phone, like, say what? I say what? Say ha, say ha, 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 ha. That's so funny, and I love it. And, oh, my God, uh, Kevin Harrington, so, thanks so, for Okay, I have, to, I have to tell this story about, I have to tell the story about Ponyo really quickly. So this is so crazy. So this there's a really sweet family, a, a mom, single mom and her two kids. And, she, and I didn't realize she had three kids. She has, like, an older kid who's 12 and then a kid who's six and a kid who's four. Two boys, 12 and 6 of the boys and a four-year-old daughter. And they love Ponyo so much. And they were walking by the house. And I ran back in and got Ponyo and brought it out to them. And they were so cute. And they're asking so many questions. And I hadn't seen the 12-year-old. And he loved – he was like, oh, my God, this dog's so cute. And, I, you know, he was so – the, so the kids were kind of just playing around and hanging off trees and stuff in our front area. And I – Set, you know, the mom's so sweet. I was like, do you want to hold her? And the mom was like, oh, my God, yes, please. So the mom held Ponyo. And then the 12-year-old son was like, please, I want to, can I hold her too? Oh, my God, that would be so great. And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And not realizing that then the six-year-old would want to hold her. And then, of oh, course, boy. the four-year-old would want to hold her. And this is a, a young puppy. So I basically just gave their mom uh a huge fight between their kids. And I'm telling you, it like, so the, the six-year-old wanted to hold her and she let the six-year-old hold her with her supervision is what I said. Then the four-year-old's like, I want to hold her. I want to hold her. I want to hold her. Then the 12-year-old is like, please do not 
do any harm to this dog. And the six-year-old was kind of hugging her a little too hard. And the mom went to take her, took the dog away. And the 12-year-old hauled off and hit the six-year-old so hard. I basically started and like grabbed him in a way that was like, it was like Bobby Knight circa 1978. I mean, like literally grabbed the neck of this kid. Like he had just made an errant pass in assembly hall. And I was like, I can't only that I, all I wanted to do was something nice. And I started such, and then the six-year-old started walking off on the street by himself. And the mom had to gather them all up together. I basically dropped a giant bomb in the middle of their family. I feel terrible. Oh my God. But there is a moment where the mom's like, I can't hit my kid, but can you yeah, take care of your 12 year old? Take a, take a shot at him. That's cool. Take your best shot. Uh, yeah. You could tell when she didn't discipline him at all. She was like, good, good, good swing, honey. Um, <laughs> can you please tell, can you please tell the story about Keiko? No, just real quick. Cause that's one yeah. of my favorite sort of stories. Ever. So there was, when I moved into my house in 2003, where I lived, there was this, we had our, we had an English bulldog named Virgil that we walked around and I was just meeting my neighbors and there was this such a sweet, Japanese woman who had a a big like golden retriever dog that was really sweet but kind of really friendly but kind of like no personal space like didn't understand that at all so I was walking Virgil and Virgil's great with dogs and I see this woman with her dog and I was like oh hey how's it going and I'm trying to kind of handle my dog on his leash and and I said I'm Randy and, you know, I'm trying to find out and, and I just, I said, what's your dog's name? And, and, and like, meanwhile, a lot of things are going on. Meanwhile, the dog is like digging his nose into my crotch so hard. Like I, it was so aggressive. He went right for my crotch and started digging in, in there. Or she, I, she did, or he did, I didn't know. And I just heard Keiko. And so I was like, kept talking to the woman, the dog's nose is in my crotch. And I just started saying, Keiko, no. Keiko, get your nose out of my crotch. Keiko, Keiko, no. And then I later found out that the woman's name was Keiko. <laughs> so here uh, was this really nice woman, and I was telling her to get her nose out of my crotch. Well, she needed to learn. Someone had to say something. All right, here's another voice. You mentioned fantasy and the Steelers-Bengals game last night. I went into last night up three points, and thanks to Eric Ebron's goose egg, I'm in the finals. Thank you, Cincinnati, for shutting down the Steelers' tight end. Nice. I won won mine as well. Um, I won mine because uh, Boyd on Cincinnati got no points, and and I'm in my consolation finals now. So uh, congratulations, Jesse Falk. That's great. Awesome. That's that's fantastic. Speaking of fantasy, we're going to go to number 12 as we count down the worst 20 gifts as uh, amalgamated by BoardPanda.com. They did a really nice job on this. And in hour two, we'll go down to number one and they get, <laughs> they're pretty bad. We want to keep hearing from you guys. This is the stereo app. I love this. This is our chance to talk to you guys and hear your voices and hear what you have to say. All right. I'm going to do number 12. I had okay. mentioned to my... It's always an aunt or an uncle, too, isn't it? That doesn't yeah, quite understand. They, they don't understand. They're not living under the same roof. And they're yeah, but, like... But we're aunts and uncles. Randy, we're, I'm an uncle to many kids. I would never do this. All right. I had mentioned to my uncle one year that I wished I could grow a beard like his. Come Christmas time, my uncle 
hands me the present he got me. Unwrap it, and you know what it is? It's his beard in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> well, you know, I, I noticed, Clark, that you, the other night, you remarked how much you liked mine. I just watched that vacation. It's so good, but uh, it's a gift. I mean, to me, what would have been better is, like, I he wanted he loved my beard so much and i said oh no that's just the woman i'm pretending to date and the worst thing would be if he would have given her to him in a ziploc bag that would have been terrible that's a terrible christmas right there what do you do with the beard what do you do with the beard in a bag i put my beard in a bag bag. so wait he he handed her let me get this straight he handed his nephew katie holmes in a bag that's what I said. I put my beard in a bag. Um, that's horrible and terrible. Let's do another voicemail as we wind down hour number one. Yep, let's do it. <laughs> I just realized the worst Christmas gift I've ever received was anytime I was a little kid and I was given clothing. Like the sheer disappointment of opening a box and there's like pants. <laughs> yeah. Like it's no like pants. the moment. It's no like the pants. moment. Uh, no pants. It's like the moment on Singled Out when yep. the yep. two the people turned around, and one of them. You're gonna see if they. <laughs> you're gonna see what they both think about it in that first moment. Like if they're both excited, then fine. They're gonna get to stepping and get to humping. But I mean, if they. If they turn around and one of them's really excited and the other one isn't, awkward, eh, awkward. Yeah, but nobody, no, no kid wants. Yeah, to. you're uh, close there, Sklar Brothers. Swift Current, Saskatchewan, and uh, we like our pickles here. We uh, we like our hockey too. Yeah. We like those uh, John Ham commercials on Skip the Dishes too. Yeah, Skip, Skip the Dish Hammer. Skip the dish. John Ham did that commercial. Was like, is that for like a cable service or like a high high speed internet or something like that? Skip Ran the dish. Te- you gotta text Ham, text Ham, and say our Canadian fans are bringing up to us your Skip the Dish commercials. I will there. text him right now. I'm texting right now. And we'll and hopefully in hour two we'll get a response from him about his Skip the Dish, eh? Uh, let's do a couple more voicemails, and then we'll get to our number 11, which will wrap up our number one. And then we count down from 10 to 1 in our number two. Don't go anywhere. My dad's family has a white elephant every year, and most people actually buy nice gifts, but something small, you know, bottle of wine, Blu-ray, whatever. Um, my uncle likes to buy gag gifts, and one year I left with a spittoon. <laughs> a spittoon is a spittoon is great. I mean, if you give like a a seven year old kid like a a bunch of skull bandits, I mean that's not a good gift. Like loose? You talking about loose skull bandits? Yeah, loose bandits, man. You got to keep the bandits loose. Didn't we have? Didn't I have a a skull? Ba- like the fact that I had a skull bandit hat. I had, had a, a, Cop- a Copenhagen snuff hat. No, you had a Kodiak. A Kodiak, I think. Nope, nope. It was Copenhagen snuff. And we would wear it to synagogue functions. Yeah. Our and parents, our parents just, just let us have it. I don't they were think like, they knew what it was. And either they didn't know what it was or they were like, I'm just not going to fight with you. Like the other day, my daughter had to get a vaccine. 
And I knew that they were going to come back in three months. And the last time we got her a vaccine, they gave her a shot in the arm. And she was like in so much pain for the entire week. And she's like, I do not want to get a vaccine and ruin my vacation just being in pain the whole time. And, you know, I could have in that moment be like, shut the F up and get a vac, roll up your sleeve and do it like everybody else. But instead, I was just like, you know what? I'll, we'll do it in three months. I, I, I was like, I don't want to fight. And maybe that's what mom and dad, they were like, why are these dirtbag kids who won't shave their tiny weird mustaches wearing skull bandits and Copenhagen snuff hats to Simchas Torah? You know what I mean? But then they were just like, we can't fight them on everything. Just give it to them. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm going uh, to read, read number 11. As we wind down hour one, and then in hour two, we're going to go 10 to one on the worst gifts ever. I'm having so much fun on the stereo app, listening to you guys uh, tell us your crazy stories of weird gifts you've got. This is so funny. All right, here we go. When I was a kid, my grandma heavily favored me over my little sister. One year, she bought me a cool set of Pokemon, which was my absolute favorite thing at the time. She bought my sister a weasel ball, i.e. a toy meant for cats. Oh, boy. Hey, listen, when she got out of line and started complaining about it, you just give her a little catnip and the sister goes down. We got her a scratching post. Uh, The Pokemon thing is crazy. It's amazing the kids still like the cards and they're still into it. You know, I told the story about how my uh, son was super into Pokemon cards and I decided to watch an episode because I hadn't seen it and just to see what it was. And basically I watched an episode of the TV show, the cartoon Pokemon. And it was, to me, it was basically like futuristic Japanese cockfighting. My monster's going to fight your monster and all these people. That's what it was. What it was. You know, and so I was like, I got to wean him off of this thing. And I, you know, so, and the cards are kind of cool, I guess. Like, you know, they have a monster on the front, front and then there's, like, statistics on the back. Like, how much energy, how much life, how much damage, like, each thing has. So, I was, we were home, and I said to Rand, let's, let's go back, and we'll get some of my old baseball cards, and I'll bring them back, and I'll see if I can, like, the baseball we, cards can we be, like, off The methadone to Pokemon's heroin. I get it. I get it. Right. So I bring him back the cards and he starts looking through the baseball cards as if they're Pokemon cards because Pokemon came first. So he picks out a card, Daryl Strawberry, because there are cards from the 80s. He holds it up and he's like, Daddy, what's his damage? I was like, Daryl Strawberry? Yeah. Uh, cocaine. Let's yeah, start cocaine there. in the 90s. And then it was hookers in the 90s and now it's just a blind faith in God. He's no longer asking questions. Those are uh, and guys... Guys, that is hour one. And for all of you who are listening on our on our feed, thank you so much. Uh, we always say this to everybody. Stay connected, stay protected, don't be infected. It's not a hoax, but we got the jokes. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.